Hey there, I want to take a quick second to thank you for listening to the Focus Point Podcast. I hope that you find a blessing and encouragement through this episode. I hope that you'll share the episode with your family and your friends. If this is one of your first times catching us, or if you want to find out more about us, or if you want to listen to other episodes, please visit thepointoffocus.com, and there you will find our podcast archive as well as more information. Once again, that's thepointoffocus.com, and once again, I thank you for listening to this episode. Well, I'm excited to be kicking off our first series within our Journey to the Promised Land series that we started last week. This is going to be the first episode in our Genesis series. I know that name's original and all that kind of stuff, but Genesis means beginning. And so we're kind of going to start at the beginning of the Bible. We're going to start with Genesis. This is kind of the beginning of the year, the beginning of a series and all of that. Do I need to do anything else to be any more cute about it? <laughs> so that's where we are. We're kicking off this series in Genesis and I'm excited um, for this. And so we are going to be in Genesis 1 and we're going to look at Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 today. And then we are going to go from there as the series continues on. Um, As I said last week, uh, we're breaking the series in Genesis. We're breaking it up into four little mini-series. So we're going to do a series on the first 11 chapters. And then we're going to do a series on Abraham. And then we're going to do an episode or two. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily a series or not um, about Jacob and Esau. And then we're going to do a series on Joseph. So I'm excited for that. But also, too, before we actually conclude the series in Genesis, we're going to wind up at Holy Week. And so we're going to spend some time there as well. So I want to kick off this first, Genesis 1 and 2. And as I said, we primarily use the New Living Translation of the Bible. And we will um, throughout most of this time together. Uh, but Genesis 1-1, and I got the idea for this episode, um, the more I kind of dwell on this idea. And I recently actually posed this question to the, the group of kids I volunteer with, and it just kind of was like, eh, I think this is a good place to start. So it's actually found in the message translation of the Bible. So if you have a copy of the message translation of the Bible around, a paper copy, or if you have an electronic copy, however you want to do it. Um, It says uh, we're going to be looking at that and then we're going to go back to NLT for verse 2. And so basically what the message is, is it's a paraphrase. And what that means is, especially the message, is it takes kind of like the thought of a paragraph and kind of puts it all together, which is why there's no uh, verses in the message translation. This is why you see groups of them. If you're looking at the message right now, the translation of the Bible, um, it says verses one and two, three to five, six to eight, stuff like that. So it's taking those verses and it's just talking about those verses within the text. So, but Genesis one one, and this is what I want to kind of jump off with for this. Um, it says first this. So that's just beginning. In the beginning, first this, God created 
the heavens and the earth. So if you look at the NLT version of the Bible, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? But the message translation of the Bible adds a little bit more to that, where the NLT just kind of, just kind of stops there, right? The NLT, I mean, the message adds this little bit of food for thought, and it expands a whole lot more into what where where to where I want to go today. It says first is God created the heavens and the earth, all you see and all you don't see. Now why is that like and I've been kind of dwelling on that for a while. And then it says um and so I just I kind of wanted to camp there for a second and think about this. Okay? And this is what I did with the, the fourth and fifth graders that I volunteer with. I sat and it was just kind of like all we see and all we don't see. So maybe you can play along with me right now. And I got to thinking, well, what do we see? What has God created that we see? Right? And I asked them, you know, and they said trees and bushes and people and grass and water and sky and clouds and, you know, dirt and bugs and animals and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, thanks for the joke. <laughs> so they, and they just kind of went through all these things that we see, right? The stars in the sky, the planets that we've discovered and that we can see, right? And we've seen all of these things. All we see Right, and I and I was just wrapping my head around that that God created it all, like even the thing like the boats and the fish and like just keep going and you can just list and list and list all these things that we see, right? But then it really dives deeper, okay? And this is where for me it kind of gets. But then God created all we don't see. And so I asked the group of kids, what about things we don't see? And that's a little harder because we don't see them. Well, it was like uh, some of it, I kind of got like, you know, got that look that, that kids give sometime. It's like, what do you mean that we don't, we don't see them? So how, like, you know, that kind of, that kind of position, like, well, it's what we don't see. So how can I list or talk about what we don't see? Right. Well, think about it. What we don't see. The different vast corners and areas of space that we've not even touched. Because there are stars out there that are four times the size of Earth. But they're just so far away. Right? And when you think about just to the end of our galaxy and even how far NASA's gone past just our solar system, the planet Pluto, and just what's beyond that. Like, and you think about all of that and what else is out there that we don't see. Just talking about space and just in general, what we don't see. And when you zoom it back in on Earth and when you kind of look about it and you think, well, there's things on Earth that we don't see. There's depths of the ocean that we've never been to. There's this, um, there's areas that we've not seen. There's fish and there's organisms and there's life forms and there's bugs and critters and all sorts of things that we've never seen, that we haven't discovered 
yet. There's areas of, of mountains and just uh, areas of land that we have not explored, that we have not seen, that we have not been to. Or that we have and there's nothing there but we didn't spend a lot of time. Kind of get where I'm going. These things that we, we don't see. And they're out there. And God created it all. And so when I camp out in this verse, you know, and for years I went to, I went to, I went to church. I went to a Christian school. And Genesis 1-1, anybody that's been in church a millisecond, or even if you haven't been in church, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Like, that's just one of the verses, like John 3-16 and, you know, Psalm 23 and Jeremiah 29-11 and all these other verses that people that are just like staple memorization verses. And there's a lot more. Don't think that's all of them, right? But Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And for years, yeah, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yippee, there we are. Heavens and the earth, right? And you can kind of get it, space and earth. And for years, that's the way I kind of described it to even the, the kids that I volunteer with at my church. The, the heavens, obviously, anything that's not the earth is the heavens, right? This vastness of space and all of that, that's the heavens, Right? But then what about all we see and all we don't see? And that just adds a layer to heaven and earth. Heavens and the earth. All we see and all we don't see. Because that's both of them. Right? All we see in the heavens and all we don't see in the heavens. And all we see on the earth and all we don't see on the earth. God created it all. And for me... That just blows my mind. You know, and some people, like, it, it's scary to think about space and, like, all of it. But it's all that God created. And we, we can, we, we sometimes get God in this, like, God created what we can see, right? What we've discovered, all that. But what about all the stuff that we haven't even, like, we don't even get into that mode sometimes. But that verse in the message really helps us understand that there are things that we don't see and God created it too. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of where I've been with that verse. And I didn't plan to start the series this way, but I, I just wanted to talk about that because when you, when you think about it that way, it just adds this whole bigger picture to what, what God created. Right. And then, it, then, um, verse two describes the earth. And this is um, where we kind of can see that God always existed. Because um, in the Gospel of John, it says, you know, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was Jesus. And, and Jesus, um, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was God. And the Word was with God. And then Genesis, and then First John 1, 2, um, he was with God in the beginning. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. So John 1 through 3 is kind of callback to what God has created. Even verse 4 says, The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. So when we, even, even the Gospel of John, right, is calling back to this creation story. And that, that the word already existed. 
back then, right? And the word was with God and the word was God. So it's describing God's trinity, right? God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three, they always existed. So if Jesus always existed, then God always existed and all of that. And that's what John does in John 1.1. Was the word already existed, the word was with God, and the word was God. So if the word was with God, then God always existed. And if the word is God, then Jesus and God are the same people. Which further cements that Jesus is fully God and fully man. And now I'm going back to Genesis because I got caught up in a rabbit trail. But thank the Holy Spirit for that because that's that's some truth right there. That John is calling back in his account of the gospel. He's calling back to this, this creation. And so it says, and the reason why I say that is, is because verse 2 says, Genesis 1-2 says, The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. So God was there, right? God was here, and he, he's existing, and now he's sitting here. And, and I picture this, and this is kind of like, like a cool way to kind of see this. He's looking at this vast rock that, we're, that, we're, that we now currently sit on, right? And he's created all this other stuff. Right? Because we get that out of verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right? So everything is being, everything is created here. Right? But then, as we'll look at next week, the rest of Genesis 1 describes how things were created and how the earth took shape and all of that. Because verse 2 says it was formless and empty. Right? So, we're getting a description that God created the heavens and the earth, so he created space. So Mars, Mercury, Mars, Venus, all those planets, right? And earth was a part of that. But then it says, but earth was formless and empty. So earth needed some work to do. And God had it put in a special place where he could do what he needed to do with it and where it could be something that he wanted it to be. And I just kind of picture God just, he's sitting there. And it says God was hovering over the surface of the water. So God is inhabited earth, right? That's the way I read that. And so I picture if God's hovering over the surface of the waters, he's within our atmosphere. He's within the earth, right? He's, he's hovering over it. And he's like, what can I make this to become? And so he starts talking right and we're going to talk a little bit about that next week but this is this is where i just where i wanted to leave you it's just thinking about this all we see and all we don't see what god has created and what god has done and how this timeline of these first two verses really just start off the creation story that God created everything we see and everything we don't see. And he created the heavens and the earth. But then the earth was formless and empty. And God is sitting there. And just picture this, you know. And, and let's, let's, let's strip God down of just uh, of being God, right? Oh, God had a, like, get that thought out of your head that God already knew what he was going to do. God already, well, picture that he didn't. And then he's just sitting there like an artist at an easel or a composer 
at the piano. And he's just sitting there. What can I make this to be? For for my masterpieces, right? The, the, he, he wanted a place for his most prized possession to be. What can I make this be? And I picture he's just sitting there looking at this, this blank canvas of what this earth could be, what this place could be for his creations. Strip God down and just, and just look at God as he's just trying to, to, to form the earth and he's trying to make the earth. Because I think sometimes we do it with Jesus and, you know, and, and God, like, we have to be careful when we do this. But we can do it more with Jesus, I think, what I'm describing, than God. But in this moment, like, I feel like God is saying, like, just just kind of, like, strip me down. Put put me there. How, how would you have done something like this? When, you, when you're looking at your blank canvas, when you're trying to create something, how would you do it? What would you do? Would you put would you put trees over there? Would you, would you put like this land body here? Like how would you do it? That that's way I I see this this happening. Is God is just sitting there and he's figuring it out. Cuz yeah, God knew everything. God knows everything. God knew exactly what he was going to do. What if we pull out of that for a little bit? That's what I've encouraged with Jesus. Okay, yeah, Jesus knew everything, but it still doesn't mean that what happened to him, his friends turning on his him, his friends abandoning him, the pain and the suffering that he went through, it doesn't mean that it didn't hurt. Oh, you knew it was coming. Okay. It still would hurt if your best friend in the world turned their back on you and stabbed you in the back and you knew it was coming, it still would hurt you. So just picture it for one second. God is just that way. God is just sitting here kind of like we do. And he's just looking at this blank canvas, this formless and empty rock. And what am I going to do with it? I've got this idea. But how can I make this idea go to there? How can I make these masterpieces a home? And so that's where we start off. I want to just leave you with that thought. Think about the things that we see and the things that we don't see. And how... God is a part of that. And then think about the earth being formless and empty. And how God sat there and he hovered over the surface of the waters. What am I going to do? And just just think about that. And it'll get you ready for the rest of Genesis 1 as we discuss that next week. So, encouragement there. Just spend some time with spend some time with God there. Think about the things that you don't see, the things that you see. Think about God just kind of sitting there and thinking about how he was going to create the earth. I hope you'll come back next week as we continue through Genesis 1 to see the rest of this part of the creation story. That goes into Genesis 2, and we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. So I hope you'll be back, and I hope that this blessed you and encouraged you. And see you next week.